Bad at Parties is sponsored by Abbey Art Seattle and the Ballard Homestead, music, arts, and community events for people of all ages and incomes. With reoccurring events including the Moth Story Slam, Cathedrals, and The Round, there's always an event when you're in Seattle. Check out Abbey Art's online calendar for intimate performances by many of the artists featured on Bad at Parties. Learn more about this nonprofit organization and how you can attend, volunteer, and host events at fremontabbey.org. Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad at Parties, one-on-one conversations with artists at the corner of the party. I'm recording this intro live from a friend's apartment in New York, so pardon any additional background noise that you're hearing. This episode, I don't know what happened, but this episode with Gabe may be one of my personal favorites. I listened back over all of the conversations, and the encouragement and challenge from Gabe hit me twofold on the second listen. I hope it does the same for you. If you don't know him, Gabe is an amazing photographer and creator with his brother Boone. Check their work out at gabrielboone.com. That website will be in the details of this podcast and on our social media at Bad at Parties. No need to delay, but if you haven't listened to this before, hi, and subscribe and follow. You know, like podcasts tell you to do. Oh, and one more thing. Gabe's wife, Ashley, made donuts for my wife, Heather, and I that Gabe gave us as a gift. It was awesome. That's what we're talking about when this starts out. So check out Ashley also at notwithoutsalt.com. Talk about a power couple. Okay, here we go. Gabe. Just, you want to grab that door behind you and just like pull it close? It gets like a little bit because it's a super old building and it's slowly warming up with this tiny space heater up here. Look at these. What? Yeah. These are crazy. There's a little jam, too. She said you got to have some of the jam. She didn't make the jam, but... All right. Uh, she didn't make the jam. I'm a little less impressed. <laughs> she normally that. does. That's great. Often does. But you know what? There are good jam makers that make good jam, and kudos to them. Yeah. Good for them. Jam's hard to make. Yeah. Heather has made, like like chili jam before which is really tight yeah um but that's the only jam i think that like serious stuff yeah i mean and like that's not even like i can't even claim any responsibility in that (laughs) happening that's just like like similar to these donuts like you didn't make these donuts no (laughs) i just help i just help taste you know and go that exactly add some photography Every now and then. Every now and then. Every now and she, then. She took over that department, too. So. Yeah, she pretty much does that all by herself, yeah? <laughs> I just eat bonbons on the top. Dude, that's right. I did bring a... Uh, what did I bring? That's great. Yeah, I don't know if you're... I am. If you partake. I do. Look at this. Those this is the, the variety pack. Yeah, well, yeah. Cheap, one good and one cheap. That's kind of the way I roll. That's really good. I've been really... You never know when you're in the mood, you know. Mm-hmm. I've been really into the Fremont's Fresh Squeezed. Have you had that? Oh, no, but it sounds good. It's super good. It's like more of like a really green yeah. hop. Hey, I'll it's, take it. The fresh hop. Yeah. Can't go wrong. Yeah, it's really good. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah. Thanks for inviting me. Dude, this is the funny space. You're the second person to do a recording in here. I like it. It's um, cozy. Were you right. doing it at your house? We were doing it in the house, and then, like, um, it was great, but it was also, like, more and more, I was like, okay, there's going to be strangers. There's yeah. going to be people I don't know. It's a one-bedroom apartment. We've got a dog. We've got a cat. We've <laughs> yeah. got a wife. Heather's I listen like, to it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's the cat. There's, there's, the dog. there's the cat. There's the dog. Heather's in the back room, like, just being like, I'm just going to watch Law & Order. Yeah. That's fine. I like it back here. Uh, I've totally been there. I mean, Ashley... You know, video is the thing now these right. days, and so Ashley's totally like, we're shooting a video, you know, and so we've been lucky. We moved into a house last year, so right. now we have a downstairs, so we can mm-hmm. kind of shove the kids down there a bit. I can go play with them while they're filming, but it definitely is like, you know, oh, the, the train's going by or a mm-hmm. plane's going by. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that, because you before were over near... Um, What's the, the we were restaurant? right by Delancey. You were right by Delancey. Yeah. yeah. So we still have an office on that block. Oh, do you? Um, which nice. is pretty sweet. No, I think Megan yeah. showed me that one. Yeah. 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 So we're there. We're still, I mean, it's, that block has changed. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's how, I mean, that's, so yeah, I got to know Naya, mm-hmm. uh, Megan, all through, well, I think Megan was through your wedding, but. Um, oh, was it, was she really? I think so. I think that was the first time I met her. That's crazy. I know. I don't know. She's great. Yeah. 
Dude, <laughs> so great. We, we hung out with Naya on New Year's okay. because we went over to Dino's. Yes? Yeah, which was so <laughs> great. Like, there was just a DJ playing, like, music by people who had died that year. Oh, sad. Which was, I mean, it's yeah, it's really sad, but there was a lot of good music to play. <laughs> it's, well, that's a, that's a good <laughs> thing, right? Which was the bonus. Like, it was like, kind of cathartic of, like, you know, like, let's just that feel was it. 2016, we're yeah. kind of going into this new year. Like, every and, song, we know. would all just go, oh. Yeah. This is a good tune. But then you're kind of like, the best way we could honor this person is to just like Listen enjoy to their this, yeah. dance to it, whatever it is, you know. It was great. It snowed afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You, did, nice. you did that like website, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can call it that. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, my buddy Sam, he, he, was the, he was the mastermind behind that. But they, um, I, was work, I was working with him and yeah, he just, they were like, let's just do this throwback. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Netscape Navigator. Yeah, super I mean, like, like, I know some HTML. Yeah. yeah. I can build a website. We, we made and found the best, uh, you know, just animated GIFs. Yep. Um, you know, we, it was fun to research, right? Because, like, before you do a website, it was, like, about research. And right. And it was fun to go back and look at these old sites, and Sam kept showing me, like, oh, here's this and this. And <laughs> we're like, oh, you remember, the like, all the under-construction right. gifts, right? Like, if your oh. site wasn't quite You're ready, like, oh, like, it's come back going soon. back and forth. So, you know, I, I put some time into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, just, just beware. I am here. I'm just not here, you know. That's, so, I mean, it's so great. I've had, like, many times where people are talking about Dino's and, like, are pulling up the website, and I was like... <laughs> Yeah, that's like my family. <laughs> we like did that website. They're pretty great. They're really good at graphic design. Yeah, and they're well, like, Wait, are you serious? It's like, like serious. And I was like, I mean, it's a website. Yeah, it's totally a website. Have you ever made it a works. website? Yeah. People well, buy pizza there. <laughs> and the pizza is good. That's and the nice. pizza is so yeah. good. So we got to we went to their holiday party. They usually do like a family dinner, which is for their employees and cool mm-hmm. people, and then they kind of invite the secondary fan, the extended family, which we like to think of ourselves as. Maybe the messed up uncle and aunt sure. or something, you know. And so we went and did karaoke down in their basement. It was pretty fun. Dude, that's right. Yeah. I've heard rumors that the basement is really tight, and I just told you that. <laughs> I've heard that there's great music that happens there sometimes. It's good. I, I'm just, I, I don't get it. I'm, I'm a Ballard dad. I don't get Dude, up to Capitol Hill That's all great. The time. You guys are still in Ballard, though. You're we're pretty close. We're, yeah, we're North Beach, technically. Nice. That's great. So You've been in the house for a year? Yeah, it's been a little over a year. It's, um... Yeah, so the old place was 850 square feet, mm-hmm. which gets tight with five people. I can't imagine. So, <laughs> so yeah, this new house has been, it's been good. It's like we finally feel like we're at a place where, like, the kids have a little yard. It's, it just happened to be on, like, a cul-de-sac or, like, a dead-end street. So, um, I don't know, it's like they can just run out and play in the street. Yeah, and, that's so good. I remember yeah. there's this, like, because, uh, like, obviously I'm following your Instagram. I, I see everybody's, <laughs> you're, you're following Heather's, you're following mine. Yeah. Things go back and forth. Um, I saw this one of your boys, like, just playing with some tubes in the street, yeah. like like a super <laughs> fog machine. And yes. I was like, dude, I would have killed to do that. Like, that is, I can't imagine what I their... I think I freaked out the neighbors. I can't imagine what their life is like. I And I say that with, like, yeah. the most serious <laughs> statement. Like, I cannot imagine what well, it would be like to be their age and, like... That's well. That's what's cool about being a parent, right? Yeah. Is you get to like, like if you think of life as a video game, you get to unlock these levels, for your kids, <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, like you know, your dad's super handy or whatever it is. Like where you're like, oh, my, you know, my mom totally did like all this stuff that sure. she showed me, you know. And so mm-hmm. like for our kids, it's like yeah, like getting to show them, you know, how to be in the kitchen. Like I think Ashley's parents were very good too at saying like you can do anything, hmm. like no matter that you're a girl or a boy or whatever, like. Mm-hmm. You know, anything's open. You right. want to be the president? Go for it. Like, totally. try. And so I think she had just attacks life with this, like, I could do that. Sure. You and there, I mean, I definitely see, like, from what you generate out there <laughs> into the social media world, yeah. them rebounding yeah. off of the things that you're saying, look, this is right here. It's at, like, it's at grabbable level. Yeah. Like, just, here's photography, here's food, yeah. here's, like, these different ideas. And, and the point is not to, to thrust it on them, but, no. like, but, like, hey, and that's what I told them is, like, hey, we're, you know... We want to introduce you to a lot of things. Sure. And then if if you want to grab onto something, then then we'll, like, invest in it. Yeah. Right? And, like, we can't do, like, 
I got told him like, don't get into equestrian. Like, <laughs> we can't, we can't afford You're that. You're not getting a horse. We live in the city. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, anything, you know, whatever. Like we want to, we want to try stuff. Playing sure. instruments, martial arts, sports, you know, art, all those things. My son, one of my sons, wants to make a video game really badly, mm. um, which is above my pay grade. Right. But I'm trying to like ask my older brother or people that I know, like, hey, how, what, what tools would you use? Totally. And again, it's like. I, a lot of stuff at this age, they'll be into it for a month and then it peters out. Yeah. And so there's that level of like, but I also, um, I know there are, there are points in our lives where we're like, man, I really wish I would have had more opportunity to do this or sure. that. Or you don't know what sticks, right? Like, Yeah, absolutely. But like, it's the exposure. And I also feel like life is big. Life yeah. is long. Like, the, yeah. the, I can't think of how many things I like dabbled with. Yeah. But then later on, yes. as a grown adult, I was like, yes. no, I've... That's not unfamiliar with me. I can, like, yeah. I've had a taste of that. I know what that's like. I can re-engage with it much more accessibly. Yeah. It's the classic kid thing of, like, like math where you're like, when am I ever going to use this? Sure. Right? And that's probably true. Mm-hmm. But you never know when, when that skill might, like, sure. help you in some other way. And well, I think, and there's a big know, difference between math and photography <laughs> yeah. where you're reaching for photography and math, math is being thrust it's upon you. It's in your face. Right. Yes. Yeah, you're saying, yes. this is, yes. you have to do this. Uh, totally. And that, yeah. that is a huge difference. Was um, that with, was, did you experience that with photography? Because I know Yeah, that, I mean. Yeah, we've talked about Grandpa this Grandpa Don, bit. my grandpa, mm-hmm. he, yeah. he just let us play around with his old 70s Nikon cameras. And that was where, um, yeah, all, junior high, high school, yeah. college was just dorking around with a camera and... And then at some point that that thing clicks where you go, wow, like I could this could be a job. People yeah. earn money from this. Sure. Did um, you did you and Boone like like did you guys have like a decision like we're going to earn money doing this or was it more organic? Like you happened upon an opportunity where well, you're like, oh, we're doing this thing and somebody wants to pay us. It, it it's kind of it's kind of both. It was yeah. like organic in the way that it was like years of like. Again, pursuing it in a way of like, I really like this. I think Boone was shooting a lot of snowboarding, skateboarding, like, you know, in high school and college. Totally. Right? Just like, um, and going that path. And I was just shooting a lot of music and people. Right. Um, and whatever. And then I, yeah, I think at some point it clicks and you realize, oh, you know, well, for me, the jumping off point was I had enough people saying, hey, would you shoot my wedding? Um, that I, and I didn't have all the gear I needed. Sure. So I was like, sure. I realized I had to say either say yes and do it or right. just say no. And right. Like, people people you know. doing weddings aren't really great with maybes. Yes, right? <laughs> so I, I said yes to about a handful of weddings. I took deposits and so I could buy all the gear that I sure. needed to shoot the weddings. That's and right. that was kind of my jumping off point of like, okay, now I'm in it. Like, I've got to do this. Yeah. Um, and so, and then I think, it, I think once we had a taste of it too, that it was like, uh, we quickly both quit our jobs within a year. It was mm. just like... Um, and that was about the time I had been dabbling in it. And then right about the time my son was born, which yeah. is probably the perfect time to quit your job sure. at a, you know, at a marketing firm and just <laughs> go freelance. Um, so that was kind of me. And then, and then I think that year Boone quit his job and it was kind of like, once we had that taste of like, sure. um, and for me it was like really working with good clients. Cause I had done photography for a while before that, mm-hmm. but it was always like for someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I got burnt out of that where it was like the same thing over and over just, I don't know. It was just different. So having having sure. good I'm, clients. Yeah, having good clients. I mean, yourself, when you're you know. when you're working with people that you're not trusting, that aren't giving you the mutual respect, that yeah. aren't giving you the mutual like, oh, I want to have good communication with you. Like, yeah. of course, that's going to burn you out. Yeah. yeah. So that was that was kind of like I, and that is why I was in a job at that point was because I had got burnt out. We had moved to LA. I'd done a bunch of weddings down there, and for for kind of a wedding factory, and just mm-hmm. realized like. This is, I was like, this is not my, sure. I don't want to do this brand of thing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. But yeah. back to the tube thing, like, the kids, um, yeah, I did, I did the shoot, and I had these extra tubes, and I yeah. rented this smoke machine, and we mm-hmm. had a bunch of extra smoke. So we just went out in the, in the street and just turned off the floodgates. <laughs> it was like a commercial smoker. The it guy's looked like, amazing. Yeah, and so I made him wear helmets. I'm like a good dad. Right, right? you're a like, good dad. <laughs> you put helmets on him. I mean, but like you couldn't see anything. So no, it was just like, if you're going to bruise something, bruise the body. <laughs> right? People body shots only do. <laughs> but then I realized like, oh shoot, because the, the neighbors came out, you know, right. like what's all this smoke? Right, and, there's all these white people walking in the yeah. street saying, what are you but, doing to um, your kids? But it was fun. And so then they got in on the mix. But that's yeah. so good. So that's part of like, yeah, our kids are, our kids are fun. They have, and I think every, like, like my old, I see my older brother's kids, 
they have access to these computer games and like sure. his nerddom in that way that that our kids have it in like food and photography mm-hmm. and art and other things and it's just fun to see that and it's fun to put them together mm-hmm. um, I don't know so that's it. I think that that's I was thinking about this idea a lot recently this idea of why do people start engaging with an art form and are you like coming into it because I, I kind of like this two different ideas. Yeah. Are you harvesting fruit? Or are you harvesting like root vegetables? Like, is mm. it something where you're like, this is in reach and I'm like above the ground and it sounds beautiful. Like, like your kids are doing right now. They, yeah. They're like, wow, I can see this. I like the look of these and I will pick things and try them. Or is it out of necessity where like you, you're down in the dirt and you like have to. Yeah. And I think like, um, like both of those things can happen. And, and what you're describing, I think shows how, you know, some of that came organically, but, yeah. but getting to a point where you're saying like, this is how I make a business out of it. This is how I find like, say like, no, I have, um, some, some, some stop gaps where I say, I'm not willing to do that type of yeah. thing because it's not, it's not good enough. I know the quality. Like, um, I think that that's so beautiful to give them those opportunities that are the fruit because they think that those are so hard to yeah. come by. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think that I, I like that analogy because I like to start off with the low-hanging fruit, right? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, kids, here's a absolutely here's an old camera or whatever it is. Like, you know, here's a here's a free or cheap way to like sure. get into this. Um, and then, you know, again, if it's this thing of like, I will, I want. I mean, you can cultivate that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if they want, if they want to get into that, they can start. They can get as deep as they want in terms of like, you know, soil samples, yeah. weather. I mean, again, yeah. the analogy is so deep. And then there's also the kind of clients along the lines you're talking about where they, they want you to make, you know, a strawberry pie out of season. Right? Yeah. And you're, and and just you're like, sp- look, this is, this is not going to work. This is going to happen. <laughs> it's like, you're, that stuff doesn't grow here this time of year. <laughs> it's not going to taste good. We can go to Safeway. Yeah. It's going to taste like Safeway. <laughs> I can get and, you married so, yes, calendars yes. right now. Yeah. <laughs> we'll so that's, that's the, like, that's what that analogy. And then again, like there, and there are times when you're just like, you know, in a perfect world, yeah, like all the clients are great, all the work is good, it all pays well. Of course. And you're just harvesting. Show and, me and that world, like though. Bountiful, I would love to find bountiful, that world. Right, right. Right. But again, there are those times when you're like, um, you know, digging through the dirt, trying mm-hmm. to find the root vegetables and trying to find a recipe that works, you know, totally. with the celery act. But, but you said, like, <laughs> dude, uh, I've had it as a, uh, like a mashed potato type thing and it was decent like that was the i'm gonna say like i was solid like i'll eat this yeah like i don't think there's a lot of good options out there but that one i was like well i will say i went to i mean real life story went out to lummy island there's this tiny restaurant that's that's become pretty well known it's beautiful Um, i would love to go there yeah Yeah. it's delicious and Mm -hmm. and i would you know in my naive mind i went i was thinking like man they must be so dependent on the mainland sure um you know it must be so expensive because they have to like ship everything out there because mm-hmm. it's this tiny little island. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, you come to find out they're like, it's like, feels like it's 99% or if not a hundred, I mean, it's like most of it is grown there, harvested mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Like this salmon, our buddy caught it, you know, he's yep. on the island, these vegetables and because we, we went during winter. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking like, there's no way, you know, and they're like, no, we, we harvested all these root vegetables. They made this amazing, mm-hmm. bountiful meal you know, seven course meal or something that you're like, these guys are doing it right. Yeah. They're like, they're 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 putting their head down and saying like, we wanna we wanna pour ourselves into this. Right, and I think that that is where like, um, you you take that analogy that we're talking about before, and I see that you can see this with your kids where, um, we have people who are saying like, what's within reach, and learning to just use what you have. Yeah. And so it may seem like, oh, the, like, it'd be very easy to say, look, I'll provide everything for you. You can use whatever cameras you want. We've got all yeah. this gear. But to say, like, no, here's some limited resources. It's accessible. But you still have to try to create something with these limited materials. Totally. And, and definitely these people are people who are doing that on Lumi Island. They're saying, what is here? Let's not look 100 miles away. Yeah. Let's look Five miles. Let's look one mile. Yes. Let's look down. It's like, it's like a two mile island. Or right. I don't exactly. Know. So they're just like, like let's let's. Eventually, that's just water. <laughs> yeah, and and I mean it's so true. And like we teach some workshops and classes, and and a lot of people. Again, my my, for people just getting into photography, um, or or food, you know, they're all. Do should I go to art school? Should I buy a bunch mm-hmm. of cameras? And again, a lot of it is like start small, right? Just Absolutely. get into it, right? Yeah. Like. You know, start with the camera that you have. Yeah. If it's your phone, if it's a camera you can borrow, 
And then if you're if the passion is there, mm-hmm. right? A month later, you're jonesing for a new camera. Mm-hmm. You're online looking at, you know, or at Glaciers talking to people like, what lens do I need? Like sure. then you know, like you should be doing this, right? Yeah. And then you follow that. But if it's like, and that's what I chose to do with the kids. Like if I can borrow a violin or or find one on Craigslist or whatever, like and give them a chance to play it. And if it sticks, great. I'll buy a nice one eventually. Totally. Right. But at this point, like. I just want to put stuff in their hands and see right. what sticks. Do you, I've been talking about this a lot with folks, about this idea of the, the people who have, um, there's a lot of folks who have just said, like, wow, I've become really, like, Instagram has become such an accessible way for me to do photography, yeah. and it kind of stops there. So, and I think that that is true with photography, with, these ki- with your kids, it could be true with video games, all these different routes where it says, like, the most accessible o- option could be so good that I may not go to the next step. And the next steps sure. are great, but we've made, I think that um, there are just technology, technological changes where the most accessible things are really wonderful, really great. Like, yeah. um, And I, I think that that's awesome. And for some people, that makes something possible that could not be possible because the resources would never have come. And now the first yeah. resource is good enough. But yeah. I don't know. Do you... I don't I guess that the, the question is, like, do you think... That that is, we're losing a generation of people who could have gone to step two, gone to step three, and there we we've created step one to be so satisfying. Well, you could okay. I feel like that's a glass half empty way to look at sure. it. Sure, glass half full way to look <laughs> at it is the cream rises to the top. Mm-hmm. So when you have all this noise, right? Hey, everyone on Instagram takes pretty darn good photos. Sure you're still going to have those people that are like, man, what is that guy doing? Or mm. what is that girl doing? That's like, they're the ones that, that pushed, hmm. right? That said, eh, sure, this camera phone is nice, but I'm going to use it in this different way. Sure. Um, whether it's limitations, whether it's just creative thinking. Um, and, and that's when people go, dang, like I have the same camera or the same phone as that person. Hmm. And my pictures look completely different. And so all that to say is like, yes. And and on that subject, in a personal note, like I'm learning a lot about my personality type. We've been mm-hmm. doing a lot of the Enneagram stuff. Dude, um, I'm talking about a lot of Enneagram <laughs> stuff yes, lately. Yeah, totally. And so as a self-proclaimed nine, um, mm. I want to avoid conflict at all costs and be comfortable, mm. right? And so in, and so... I wrestled with this idea of like, I'm not a true artist, right? Because I want, because I have friends that are like, I'm only doing art this way. Right. Only doing photography in this style. And if you don't like it, don't hire me. Right. I'm not do, you know, more of that, what, what I always defined as like an artist temperament sure. or something. Yeah. And I've always just been this like, I don't want to have conflict. I'll, I'll people please, I'll do what you want. And, and like, and I also get a lot of satisfaction out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also taken me a while to, to again, find value in what I do mm. comparing myself to others or comparing myself to this idea that like, well, if I'm really going to be, um, a good photographer, I have to make my photos, you know, I have to push to that next level, but then also that's not my personality type. Right. Um, so just wrestling with that of, like, where, where do I fall in Right, that and I think that there's definitely, the, I, that can translate to music, that can translate yeah. to a lot of different art yeah. forms when you're saying, okay, so people are grappling with content that doesn't speak to me or that doesn't feel like it's my voice. And so, though I think that that content is important, but they're doing it well, instead I'm going to focus on uh, the execution, maybe yeah. instead, and, and refocus. And I think that there is um, this internal conflict that I definitely experience in that of, like, jostling back and forth is between saying, like, uh, the content is the true art or the execution is the true yeah. art or the um, person being a virtuoso in this ability is the true art. And, and to say the true art is what you embrace, and, sure. I, and and so the the person who is saying no, this content it has to be this way, beautiful. Uh, the problem is when they start to say, "Oh, Gabe's doing it that way. Yeah. I've got to do it Gabe's way." Or when you yeah. go to that direction. Oh yeah, yeah. And I think that's what like when I started off, it was more it was like about this, uh, you know, either like I have to push it every shoot, I have to push the envelope or try something new or 
or try and submit for awards or whatever. It was like this false narrative of, mm-hmm. of this, or it's just something that wasn't really me. Sure. And, and again, not to say that it's bad or wrong, um, but I think I was definitely looking at people that I admired and going like, oh, that's what they do. Right. So like, I got to be like them. Um, and it's, I mean, it's only been in the past handful of years that I've really come into this place of realizing, like, like for me, photography is a luxury item, right? Mm. If, if the apocalypse mm. happens, people are still going to get married. They don't mm. need a photographer, right? right? And so there, I went through this period of like, man, I'm not curing cancer. I'm not doing anything like, like it's just photography, sure. right? And most of what I do is portraiture. So again, it's just... Um, I don't know. So, but, but, but what I've realized is like, no, that's not the point. The point is I can love people with this. I can serve mm. people with this. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and kind of focusing on that and focusing on telling a story and giving people something in this way that, and just serving them. And I feel like I found a lot of value in that, that, that has given meaning to what I do mm. um, and how I do it instead right. of trying to, um, I don't know, do do what other people are doing, or you know, do right. what makes sense for other people. Right, and I think that that's a process. I mean, you're yeah. gonna see it with, you see it with your kids. You uh, we'll keep coming back to that yeah. that idea. Yeah. Like you, you have to go through experimentation. You yeah. have to go through imitation, and that's yeah. not a bad thing. It's just a bad thing when you don't stop. Yes, you know? completely right. And then, and I think that's what it, that's for me. It was just not knowing myself, mm-hmm. right? Which feels dumb when you're when you feel like you're right. an adult and you're like, but I, it's I'm still... fine. I think what's way worse. <laughs> is not going through periods of yeah. not knowing yourself, not yeah. willing to re-enter yeah. into a, okay, here's something that I don't recognize myself in. Yes. You know? And that, that's been hard for me because mm-hmm. I don't... My wife, Ashley, is much more analytical, mm-hmm. you know, like in, in her head thinking about this stuff. And I tend to just avoid it and kind of, you know, life is good. Like, I, I don't... I don't sit there and stew on this stuff. Sure. Like I, I kind of move on and just kind of push it, push it under the rug. <laughs> and so it's been for me. It's just been even more recent of just like trying to figure this stuff out. Sure. You know? And I, I think that I, I don't want to get into that idea more. But I think that that like that stewing on it and like and and like reengaging with that, especially around art, um, can be. Uh, for a, a lot of younger people, a lot of, or, or maybe anybody, I, I think like re- entering into that place where all of a sudden you're hit with this, I want to feel comfortable, and this thing that I know makes me for, feel comfortable, I'm engaging with it in a way that's right, that makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's a, like I'm re-engaging in the painful process. Yes. And, and I think that that can be... Uh, such a, I, I'm going through like a recent phase, like the last couple of days where I started doing something different instrumentally, mm-hmm. where I pushed myself into an area where I knew like, you need to practice this, mm-hmm. you need to work on this. And then it's just the instant like, wow, you suck at that. You're <laughs> really, really bad at that. You yeah. knew you were, and now yeah. you're exposing yourself to it. <laughs> but like, like learning to not hate yourself in a place where you're used to feeling good and then letting yourself do something that you're going to be bad at. Completely. Yeah. No, 100%. And if you listen to kids practice music. Sure. Or, or maybe not even kids. If you listen to anybody practice music, especially people new to it, right? It's this, what do they want to do? They want to play the same lick over and over. Totally. Because they love it. It feels good. They're good at it. They can play it fast. They can play it slow, sure. right? And then the hard part is like doing the new thing that's like, nah, you know, yeah, making play mistakes. Part B now. <laughs> exactly, right? And all of a yeah, sudden no, you start I know making... the chorus. I'm real good at the chorus, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> you start making mistakes and you're like, I suck. I'm right. ter- I don't want to do this anymore. Right. Right. And we all do... it's not just kids. And it's we not all kids. That, it's right? us. It's yes. just yes. bigger kids. Yes. <laughs> and that was graphic design for me, right? right? Like after doing photography for 10 years, trying to do graphic design was was uh, yeah, it's, it, it doesn't feel good to do something that you mm-hmm. don't feel good about, that you're right. uncomfortable with. And to, to be like, man, I have to freaking learn, you know, the Adobe Creative Suite a mm-hmm. lot better than I know it, you know, and all these things of just, you know, uh, so, so yeah, it's like, and, and again, like trying to figure out what is the healthy, mm-hmm. how, how, what does the healthy version look like right. in terms of like, um, because you can go off the deep end in that uncomfortableness. Obviously. Absolutely, you can get to the point where now it's more important than yeah. your wife, than your kids, than the people <laughs> yes. around you. There, yes. I, I always say this: like people are more important than art yes. all the time. So, like 
You yeah. can dive as deep as you want into that, really go through the struggle, but if you hit the point where now you are being cruel, you have gone too far, you've yeah. made a mistake. Yeah, and so, and so, like, I think similar to you, in the, just recently, um, which is, I think, kind of how we got here, is, like, mm-hmm. I just started, I've had this, I've had a couple of book yeah. ideas in my head, yeah. and just this last month, I kind of um, gave myself mentally, like, this permission to, like, work on it, and through Ashley helping push me of, like, so my mornings or evenings are kind of like, hey, I'm going to try and write out this book and then illustrate mm. it. And it feels like a good sense of, of fear and um, insecurity in the, in the sense mm. of like I'm pushing myself. Like, the, like, you know, some pages just flow out Absolutely. and it's a beautiful thing. And yeah. then the next one you're feeling so good and then you're like, oh, I'm stuck. Right. You know, and, but, it, but it also feels like this is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And so it's, I think it's that blend of like knowing that there's a sense of fear, uh, you know, I don't know if that's the right word, but knowing that there's a sense of fear, I think you're on the right track. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then, because also there's this underlying joy of like, man, it feels good to get a page done and to right. do it and to like break through. Right. Um, it doesn't make it easier. No, not right? at it's, all. It's so much easier, at, you know, the, to, <laughs> the resistance, right? It's so much easier to just... Move on to something that you're good at. Right. Do and something it, else. Right. And Anything I think else. there's so much of that idea that like the getting done with a page can really be like a the first you're starting out with a blank page, it could be anything, and that that anything is overwhelming. And as you yeah. add to it, you're creating restrictions, you're creating limitations. Every mark you make and every like thing you're saying, Okay, this is presenting this next step. Yeah. What does that? It refines and it refines and it makes the decision simpler. It makes the next decision simpler because there's less (laughs) options. Yes. And so like then you're like, great, less options. By the end of it, the last few details, you're like, well, I have to do this. I'm not even making choices at this point. No, it's just... And then you turn the page and all of a sudden you could do anything. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I know. And and then it takes, I mean, they also projects take on a life of their own, right? Where Mm -hmm. you're like, this isn't maybe the book that I thought it was going to be when I started, but I'm off on this... Mm-hmm. Or you know what I mean? And so it's this constant like right. You're will but that is saying, are you willing to be led? Yeah. If it's a kid's book, if it's a, yeah. if it's something that is going to be read by any person, if it's an art form that's gonna be consumed by another being, let yourself be led in that. Yes. And it seems like if that's happening, you are. Yes. And that's what I think that's what like so working with Sam, um, a lot of his projects in web and in design mm-hmm. are designed to delight. Right. right, the Dino's website. Sam is your buddy who did the Dino's website yeah. with you, who's helping you with the book. I know, so no, no. he he has the graphic design. Okay, so he kind of helped me get into graphic design. Cool. The Dino's project was his. Nice. You know, I kind of worked with him. So basically, he kind of brought me along. Of like, hey, here's, you know, he he invested a lot into me in doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, but what I one thing I took from him is just this like this ability to like want to delight people with with your art, right? Mm-hmm. With and even if it's a website. Right. Which some would consider more commerce than art. Sure. But but taking these things a Not package, the Dino's one. Right? No. <laughs> and that's what I mean, right? It's like it doesn't just have to be this page that takes Uber Eats orders. No. You know what I mean? Like sure. like and that's it what it doesn't I have to interface with your Yelp. Like it doesn't have to like right? naturally flow. Right? Flow, like flow, and yeah. so so to be able to say like we have this idea, let's run with it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the the spirit of the book that I want or just books or, or illustrations in general. It's like um, and I think with the photography, like, I just, I want to delight people. I want to be able to create things sure. um, to just, to, to bring a smile. I like little sentences, paragraphs, poems, um, images, drawings, mm-hmm. like, that, that are concise, that yeah. just make you smile. Have you read Ravenger Graf Tagore? I have not. Okay, he's got this um, series that's called Stray Birds, and it's just like, one or two sentences. He's an Indian poet, mm. and then he's got the, the these stray birds, and they're just like writings throughout his life. Where he's like one sentence, two sentences. Yes, they're beautiful. Maybe a dozen words, two dozen words, and um, there's a few hundred of them, and they're just yes. wonderful. You should definitely I check definitely it out. want to check that because yeah. that's what like yeah, and and that's I love that idea, mm-hmm. right? Just to be able to like delight in these little things, and right. and that's what I kind of want to surround myself. Uh, with in in our house and in my life right um and so then but then i also want to contribute to that mm-hmm. right and feel like man i might have some ideas right nobody can... wants to just consume yeah people have to say like can i do this as well are yeah. the things that i'm getting can i give that back but that's where i've as as an artist 
quote unquote, I have not been good in that. What's that? Realm. What's that quote unquote? <laughs> because I, well, <laughs> because I guess what I feel, you know, I don't know. I, I think, I think I feel like a lot of what I've been doing for the last decade is, is, you know, commissioned shoots mm-hmm. for other people. Right. Um, which, you know, feels like, man, I'm, I'm creating for other people. And okay. I feel like I'm just now at 35, like, man, I want to, I want to create for myself. And I've always talked about doing it, you know how you do, because it's cool. Um, but then I've just been really inspired by people doing it, like mm-hmm. you starting a podcast. Hmm. Uh, my buddy John just had an exhibit of his photographs downtown. I got to go, and it was just one of those things where you're like, man, like, he, he did this, right? Yeah. Like, he got dudes, dressed them up as army men, and photographed it, and, like, did this whole project just out of, like, an idea. Mm. Um, and you're just seeing, like, that's a lot of freaking work. Sure. You know, and, and all these things like, you know, oh yeah, sure, anyone can do a podcast, right? It's like, no, it's a lot of work to like, mm-hmm. to like, you know, all the technical aspect, just, just stinking inviting people and just doing it, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what like, you know, the whole like ideas are cheap, right? Sure. It's because everybody's like, oh yeah, I totally thought of a bunch of kids' books that I'm going to write. Totally. It's like, yeah, well, same here, but it's, it's a lot of work right. to sit down and write one. Right. And I think that that's <laughs> so much of it is like, is it's less about I mean yes the story can be out there somebody else could have created that story but I created yes, that like exactly. and and knowing that you know you say like I want to do something that makes people feel positive I want to do these yeah. things that that delights yeah um which is it's, which is wonderful but at the same time there is also the true statement like I want to be somebody who delights like yeah. not only do I want people to be delighted I want it to be as a result of me. Yeah. And I want to know myself as this character. Yeah. I've been talking about this adventure with my therapist, who's awesome. He's great. <laughs> um, and he talks a lot about, like, um, we've been talking a lot about these, uh, when you when you become somebody who's, like, when you wear a mask and you become that mask and you, like, really enter into that. And some people are more like, okay, I put on a mask. I'm a dude and I've got a piece of plastic on my face. Yeah. And then I definitely find myself as the type of person who I become the character and like if I'm on stage I am not the same person as I am when I'm off the stage and it yeah. really feels free and I think like writing this book can definitely seems to be the type of thing where you're saying I'm becoming a person the, the shape of of myself yeah. is reframed as as someone who has done x completely yeah I, I think that I think I, I relate to that very well like mm-hmm. just feeling like this is this is what I'm meant to do right mm-hmm. which is a weird thing to say but um yeah, I mean, I, I, I saw that in Ashley when she wrote her first cookbook. Right. Which was like kind of a year of her life. You know, she went all, what is that beautiful mind? Like, we we, <laughs> she, she, we got this little office around right. the corner, and she just, like, I went in one day, and it was like... Newspapers, you know, nailed to the wall, circles <laughs> on everything. I mean, it was like, because it was seasonal, so it was like recipes, stuff we have to shoot right now, stuff mm-hmm. we have to shoot in September. Stuff, right. You know, because it was like... And so they, they were, like, so organized in this, like, um, you know, and, and it was like she just became one with that project. And, and I think in a way that was, she was like, this is kind of what I was put here to do, mm-hmm. especially at this time, at that point in time. Um, and so it's cool that she's talking about the idea of doing another one. Um, and I just feel like, not to copy her, but just for me, it's like I've always doodled. I've always had little stories. Um, and again, coming together on just this idea of, and she was mm-hmm. very good about, like, you should just do it. Yeah. You know? And there was nothing more than just, like, giving myself permission. Right. And that, you know? and I feel like that's not a copying thing. That's saying I've surrounded myself with community. Maybe my community is my family, but I've surrounded myself with community that reflects what I want to be. Yeah. And that is a, a people of creators, a people who follows yeah. this path where they're saying, I'm not complete. Yeah. I have to be more. I have to continue this work that I'm doing in myself. Well, I mean, freaking having kids is like having, <laughs> having three little mirrors running around, sure, right? That like anything awful. you That's say, <laughs> they say. Anything you do, they yeah. do. And my kids, the they're at a point where they're asking questions. I just came from. Um, they're watching Obama's last speech. Right, that's what I was doing when I was setting things I up. I know. My, my boys were sitting there watching it. Ivy's not interested in it yet, but they're, they want to ask questions. They want to know, like, why is this joke funny? Right. Why is this thing that he said? Like, you know, they want to understand all that. And so it's like... They're, they're sponges and they're soaking this up and, and they, they see what we are. Mm-hmm. And so again, like to your point, like I want to, if I want to be someone that delights, 
Mm-hmm. I want, you know, you see that in them, how they look at you, how they treat you, how, how they light up when you come around or shrug their shoulders when you have to leave or whatever it is. Like, that's a part of, I don't know, it's just really clairvoyant of like, this is, I, I you know, like you have those days when you're like, I, I wasn't, I wasn't at my best today. Right. I wasn't myself. Of course. Right. And I think it's sometimes for me, it's easy to see with the kids because you, you sit down at the end of the day and you go, man, like I shouldn't have said that. shouldn't have done that. I was totally I was too short tempered or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. But but yes, I agree. It's it's no, trying to be I, your best self. I, I love that. I mean, that's I'm, I'm not in a place where I'm like, I'm going to have kids right now. But <laughs> I'm in a place where I'm like, I'm going to have a podcast right now, yes. which is much less responsibility. It's one hour of the week. And then I turn it off and it stops existing. It just it no longer exists. <laughs> but you're doing it. But I'm doing it. And, and very much in this is the yeah. accountability, that yeah. statement of I'm going to say stuff. I'm going to make mistakes. I'm going to be wrong. Yes. The last episode that I did, I did this. I had this great one where both me and my friend Abby um, were trying to name a celebrity. And both, I don't even remember who it was that we were trying to. It was I Drew listen, Barrymore. I listened to <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, you listened. You're like, that's Drew Barrymore. Totally got that's that one. That's wrong. <laughs> you're, you're wrong. No, and, but... then, and then I corrected her on something else. And I was like, wow, I sound like a really chauvinistic <laughs> asshole right now. Like, I'm just like, lady, lady, <laughs> obviously you're wrong. And I was just like, oh, okay. That's, I did that. Yes. Yeah. Well, for I, it was powerful to listen to that because I think that's what, when you asked me to do this, like that's what frightens me away from stuff mm. like this is that um, it's, okay, here's a recording and we're going to share with the world, right? right? So it's like you don't get a chance to, to change it, to, to think of a, the best answer possible. Sure. But there's also something like, again, that's the organic, that's the mm. real, that's just how it was. Um, I don't know. I for I found it powerful because in this in the illustrations that I'm doing, like I'm often running into like I just it's not there yet or something. Mm-hmm. But but even just knowing like maybe this book, maybe I won't even like it, right? right? But just doing it mm-hmm. right and putting it out there and like you're saying, like being being okay with this idea of making a mistake. Right. right? I'm I'm at this place right now where we um, have like a full game plan to release some music that we mm. it will be a year in the making when it yes. finally goes out. And I'm fully in this place where I'm like, man, I'm like hit hard again with that emotion, what I'm feeling right now, where I'm like, what if it's, what if I don't like it? What if I put it out and I'm just like, nice, I'm still not a fan of this. (laughs) And, and saying like, I'm going to work really hard. I'm going to not let that happen because I'm holding myself to certain standards. I'm setting up expectations for myself and I'm forcing restrictions that are going to guide me down the path where I don't let that happen. But that being said, best laid plans of mice and men, you know? Exactly. Who, knows? Who knows? I'm not I I'm not in control of everything. So But like, at the same time, like you're putting something out into the world. Right. And that's that's what I have such an admiration for is people that are doing it, right? It's mm-hmm. that uh, the the Darren Greatly quote or whatever, mm-hmm. the the I don't know, I'm but but basically That's the, okay. People can look it up. People can look it up. <laughs> people can look it up. You know, we'll just say Drew Barrymore said this. Drew great Bar- quote. It was Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> no, but about, about like the man in the ring, right? Like getting in the ring, like this idea that like mm. it's easy to be a spectator. Sure. Uh, it's hard to be the guy in there, you know, taking his lumps. Yeah. Um, and so that's what I mean. Like I just, I have such admiration for people like creating art, creating music, even if it's not something I listen to or watch or whatever. It's like they did it. Like mm-hmm. they put this out there. Sure. Right. And I don't know. And that's what I'm trying to grasp onto that in my own way and say, like, I want to create things that I like personally mm-hmm. that delight me, that hopefully right. can delight others um, based upon, you know, but, but, but at this point, like I want to do that for myself instead of um, for a paying client or right. something like that. And so right. I think that's the distinction why I did the air quotes around artist earlier okay. is like, hmm. I guess I have this sense of like, well, like, Photographing somebody else's wedding, I have a lot harder time saying I, I'm gonna. It's okay to fail at that, right? Because uh, somebody's paid me good money to shoot their wedding, but but I see people doing it, right? Mm-hmm. Like I see people that are like, Definitely. I'm gonna shoot this wedding only at f8 or only with this camera or right. only with this lens, you know, to now, push. I've been at those weddings. I was like, that's not gonna be a good photo. <laughs> that's gonna be. But really you know bad. what? They're gonna take a few that are amazing. <laughs> yeah, right. You know? And sure. so again, it's like pushing through that and and. Um, I don't know. So that's what I'm grasping onto those things. Yeah, I definitely see in my that. My own little world. Yeah, I think that that's that's really important. I think that it's it's interesting to see that the way um, that in your family it translates, mm. and the way that um, you're being influenced by your kids, you're being influenced by your wife, 
you're being influenced by your desire of future self. I think that, yeah, it's really cool to, to watch that all happen. Um, the question that I asked Abby last week that she was like, afterwards she texted me, she was like, I love that question. I, I'm going to ask that question. Everybody. Um, no, I mean, you already answered it. it was the question she asked okay. was like, what are you, I asked her was like, what are you learning right now? And she mm-hmm. just like talked about like, oh, I'm learning stick shift. And I That's think right. that, yeah, that, uh, oh, you listened to it. You I did listened. listen she to She was it. talking about swimming. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah and she talked about swimming. Yeah. Again, I said something stupid in there. I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. And I'm sure that there'll be things. I like, thought it was really funny because I was like, you don't know how to swim? <laughs> no, just kidding. No, she, she, she's great. She's really cool. She's an amazing musician. But I, and I just like, I think like hearing those really human things and hearing like that stuff about you, I, I don't know. I feel like when I've interacted with you, like that's really always come through is just like, um, you did our wedding. Yeah. Like, like in that, there was never a moment where I ever felt like, um, okay, like I'm going to do your wedding. I'm a really good photographer, so make sure you bring your A game, you know? <laughs> like I definitely, yeah. I think, and I think you could. Not to say like, of course you wouldn't do that. Like I think you could. People yeah. could do these people, things. I do see people doing that. Right. My approach is more of, I want you guys to be your natural self, and I want to capture that. Right. And, and again, going back to like, that's what... The best thing I can do is serve you guys well of like, hey, this is, you know, you guys got married where you did with the people that were there for a reason. Right. All of that was like encompasses who you guys are and is very specific. Mm-hmm. It's not the same as the wedding I might be doing the next weekend. So it doesn't serve anybody. You know, what I mean, it, it's it doesn't serve you guys well to be like, here's my vision for you, Andy. Sure. You know, you should probably be wearing this. Yes. You should look, you know, like... You should really fix that tie. <laughs> Looks pretty bad. You know, and that's what's like, and I think that that comes out in photographs really, r- like, really easily is just the, how comfortable you are. Right. Or how uncomfortable you are. Right. Um, yeah, I had a friend who I recommended recently because he and his uh, now fiancé, like, they're both getting married pretty soon and they were looking at photographers and they talked about a lot of options and side note like every single form that they fill out he like has to fill out like like husband and wife like it can't like he has an other male partner that is his fiance and he's just like all like I have I we started out with this idea of like we're not going to pick any uh vendors who have that like type of format yeah. and they were like we had to stop we had to compromise <laughs> because there were so few well it's options. Yeah, i know and it's hard because yeah. there are there's a lot of software that that's just built for right. the industry that's just like pre-made forms and other things but yeah i get sure. it it's, you use tools that are yeah. accessible and then you realize like oh that's not very sensitive right um so, i mean we yeah i've been there right but in, in saying that like he was like oh this is the thing and i was like well Talk to these guys guy. because they're great and they're not gonna give a fuck. They're yeah, gonna, well, they're gonna again, love and you that's and what, think you're awesome. Yeah, and that's what I mean. Shoot, and that's it's been a that was a learning process for me too. It was like sure. this whole thing of just yeah, what again? What gives it? What gives it meaning for me is is being being able to celebrate with my clients and and to be around them and capture who they are. Like mm-hmm. that's what gives it meaning for me. It's not. I don't know that, that I don't I don't find a lot of joy in I don't share out a lot of stuff I don't I don't I don't find a lot of joy in the other workings of the business other mm. than other than that portion really so hmm. I don't know that's cool <laughs> yes and no yeah <laughs> I, I definitely understand that that makes sense and you've been doing it for a while I think at some uh, point you, like I, I'm gonna go hang out um, on Tuesday Wait, no uh, Thursday Today's Tuesday. On yes. Thursday, I well, when this goes out, it'll be Monday. So whatever. When this comes out, I'll be in, in New York. Future. Right in the future, those future goes. <laughs> they'll hear this. I'll be in New York. I'm gonna go okay. with a friend of mine um, who is a touring musician, and we talk a lot about um, you know just hitting that moment where you're just kind of like, yeah, there is. You enter with all these ideals and all these aspirations, but eventually you're you hit these points where you're like, yeah, this is a job. This is daily life, and yeah. and it. Uh, I, I talked about this with I've talked about this with a lot of people, but and I think it's true with photography as well. Um, you're going to hit a point where something that you that gave you the highest rush you've ever felt eventually becomes commonplace. Yeah. 
which can be a loss. It can be devastating to people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, for sure. I mean, you know, when you first get into photography, you're looking at cameras and lights and whatever it is that you're interested in. You're just nerding out on all this stuff. Totally. Guitars. Yeah. You know, when you get into music, you're just like, oh, this, oh, this yeah. gear. Yeah. If, if I had this guitar, this amp, or this sure. pedal, like, man, life would be great. And then eventually, you know, like, you have that stuff, mm-hmm. and it quickly becomes a tool. Right. Right. And and I think for me, it's it becomes a like, OK, what am I going to do to break the mold? Like and that's for for me, film or developing film has been more of a like uh, a way to switch gears. Hmm. Right? Slow cool. it up, like try. And I've heard of musicians. I mean, I think that's what like I read some article about. Uh, I want to say it was. Tom York from Radiohead, or one of these dudes, just like I'm gonna do. I'm (laughs) or Drew Barrymore, (laughs) just like I'm gonna I'm gonna play violin, you know, which which I suck at. But again, it's that like being uncomfortable in this place Mm -hmm. of like wanting to create, and so switching gears. I don't know, and and so for me, it's like finding those things of like, how can I make this fun for me? Photographing my family Mm. is really fun for me. Well, I think the I think you alluded to this thing, like we talked before about that those paces of saying like. I'm excited. I, I'm I'm really into this, and now like I'm not very good at. It. I'm really good yeah. at this. I'm not very good at. It. And going through that, and when you hit that like this is commonplace, is when you get into I think a pattern. When you yeah. do something in a repeated way, you're like, oh, this is successful. We need to maintain this course because marketing, sales, yeah. whatever it is, this is revenue generating. We should maintain yeah. this. Eventually, you're going to hit a point where you're saying, oh, I'm no longer doing the thing, which is entering the pain and now entering into the pain after a long period of boredom is so much harder because yes. you don't have the familiarity of saying, I remember this. I know yeah. this pattern. Yeah. I, I trust that the joy will come. Yes. You know? Well, dude, and that's actually, I've been talking about this more recently. Just again, like your focus quickly becomes paying the bills, right? Sure. Or whatever, like it all these things. To. And then yes, it does kind of have to, if you yeah. want, you know, have a roof over your head, but, right. and then you're kind of, so, so within that, it's like, okay, in between paying projects, how can we be doing what we like to do, right? right? How, can we, how can we create things that, that may very well help our professions, but really are like doing what we want to be doing? Um, my brother Boone, whom you mm-hmm. know, is, yeah. is... We're familiar. <laughs> he, is, he is a master at what I call the field trip, right? Like field trips, right? Like... Oh, we're learning, dude. Quote <laughs> but really, you're like, you know. No, you're going. You're going on a really <laughs> cool trip. You're going to Italy. You're going to Cabo. You're going somewhere really yes. nice. Yes, and with so some Boone... very attractive people. <laughs> and so Ben has mastered this this field trip <laughs> idea of like turning a vacation into work. Where and you're Ben like, and I have talked about this. Yes, like so. Like, it's... What's he doing? <laughs> Why is he there? And that's what like. And so, like on a on a small scale or on a on an everyday scale, it's like how do I how do I put together projects that sure. yes, right? Like for me, this this book, I want to share it. I'm hoping that people may hire me to do other illustrations, do other writings. Who knows? Maybe even hire me to shoot something based sure. on like, hey, I like the way you think, right? That that's underlying. Mm-hmm. But at the at the core of it, like I just want to create this for me, sure. right? I'm not going. I'm not like trying to like. Well, this person will like this, and this person will like this, or this company might like this. Um, but that's part of it, and I think sure. that that's. I don't know. I think it's so cool to. But but the part that I was like relating to is yeah. just this. Like, man, I I've got all these projects that maybe they pay well, or or maybe they don't, but they pay the bills. Mm-hmm. Um, all of a sudden, you're in a rut. Right. You know, and so yeah, like. Tr- all I'm doing is stuff for other people that they want. Yeah. And I'm not doing anything for myself. You've got to do something for yourself, yeah. whether it's a field trip, whether it's like, I'm going to work on this smaller project. And I think that um, younger creatives, a lot of the time, will say, like, I have to avoid the, the marketability of this. I can't think about that because then I'm not truly indulging yeah. in this creativity. Or I have to really think about the marketability about this. Yeah. I can't just really... And in saying, like, no, I think as you grow up and you you learn how to make this part of your regular lifestyle, you say, it doesn't, there are these, like, rules are good sometimes, but maybe that's not one of the places. Yeah. Like, letting yourself say, both and. Yeah. Like, I can hold, I am capable of doing all of these things. They're concentric circles, right? They, they're, yeah. They're not mutually exclusive. I, I think that's totally right, because, mm-hmm. yeah, and, and that's where I think I fell into this trap of, like, well, I, sure. I'm, I'm not the true artist, or, I, you know, I'm not doing it just for these artful reasons or just to create or whatever, whatever it looks like in your head. Sure. Right. I'm not doing this just to help people or, you know, like, 
my my motives aren't pure for this reason. Right. Um, but I think it is a blend, right? It's it's like you you do have some of that in mind, but there's mm-hmm. also there's so much more to it. Right. And I think it's easy for in that state to to forget like I have these endorphin rushes in these moments, yes. and like that was the times when I called myself an artist, and now that I no longer feel that, I'm not doing yeah. that anymore. Like I can I can those can change, but. As long as I continue entering back in and diving out and entering yeah. back in, yeah. I'm still an artist. And this is my challenge to you to remove your quotes because <laughs> I'm talking about you at this point and me, you keep agreeing. Yeah, this is your cognitive dissonance in what you're saying. You're saying, yeah, oh, totally. You're nodding along. It's, you're right. You're right. I, have, I struggle with it. I mean, that's the thing. It's like I, I tend to, I don't think of myself as an artist in a lot of ways. Sure. Um, and so I think, again, just in the last, especially in the last few months, uh, reading a lot of this Enneagram stuff and realizing, like, that's totally me. This is totally what I do. This is how I, healthy or unhealthy, this is how I handle this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's real. You know, and, and I just feel like I'm learning so much about how I, nines tend to grab onto people and, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mirror them and have a hard time being their own self. Right. And I see the ways that I've totally done that over the last 10 years. Yeah. You, you recently like put out one of the pictures that had one of the, it was a, is it a chicken or is it a rooster? I think it's a rooster because it's, it's got the, it's a chicken. Well, I don't know the end. I don't know. I didn't, I'm, I didn't not, study that I didn't close. grow up on a farm. I was near one. <laughs> I smelled cows. I could smell it, but I couldn't see them. <laughs> I'm not from Arlington. You I'm not from the yeah. sticks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's a little bit rough. <laughs> Uh, no, so, like, but you talked about uh, The War of Art, which is a yes. book that you said, like, you return that every year, um, or that you're returning to that, maybe not every year, obviously, at some point, you didn't read it, um, but um, it's something that I've been advised on, and that was, like, reading what you wrote, even if it was just a little snippet, I was just like, Dude. I know what Gabe's engaging in right now, I've got to... Gotta get this book. Have <laughs> yeah, you? Did you? Did you? I haven't read it yet. Okay. No, I just. I was. It's a doing, quick read. I mean, yeah. it's just. It's. It's. The first two the chapters. The first are really podcast good. I did. Someone, my Chris, my buddy Chris, told me, "Dude, you got to read this book." Yes. I don't know. Yeah, what turned us on to it? But it's been great. I've I've bought it for a bunch of people. Like right. I'll just have it shipped to people. If we have a conversation, it's like you got to read this. I got to get in your hands. And apart, I mean, it talks about resistance, right? This idea sure. that, which is what you talked about. Yeah. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. just, it's, um, it's so much easier to, <laughs> to do other things, but that's also how you know you're on the right path. Mm-hmm. Right. And he talks too about like this fear. Like if you're, if you're asking yourself, am I a true artist? You probably are because you're thinking about it. Like the bozo just says he's an artist and doesn't care about it. Right. right. Like, um, and so I don't know, just like, I found it, really encouraging to sit it's a kick in the butt of like man i'm doing this right Right. like i like to talk about i want to do these projects Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it's like oh i got kids i'm tired i blah 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 you know all these things that come up that you're like i i'm not actually doing it right um so yeah i don't know i i i come back to it all the time that's great um i would encourage you to read it that's good i really want to because i think like where i'm at right now with that is like I've, I'm trying to really, I'm trying really hard to tell myself what success looks like. And mm. the, the thing I'm trying to tell myself that I don't believe, but I'm trying to tell myself is that success looks like engagement. Success doesn't look like an external factor. It doesn't look like um, other people responding in a specific way. It is um, a commitment to, to challenge myself yeah. and to not be complacent and to not let time pass for no reason but to say why not now why not why not a little bit more here okay well if not here then when you know and saying like am i am i saying that that is something i'm I'm committed to and i will be constantly going at and so i think i think that people can see that right mm -hmm. if you if you start a podcast and it's clearly about the numbers and growing and sponsors i think that's pretty clear but if you if you're doing this in a way of like my point is to engage Mm -hmm. to get at things that are real that like artists my friends are struggling with or or in or enjoying or like all these things right just engaging in all those different ways like I think that that is something that if it's meaningful like will resonate right and so that's the I think with with my photography was the same thing it's like I was focused on all these things that were not bringing me any joy Mm. Or, mm. And and so it was only when it was this like, am I engaged? Is this is this is this good for them and good for me? Am I loving them? Am I serving them? 
then it was meaningful, right? It had meaning. It's, you know, it, the financial part of it is always a weird. It's real. It's real. It's real. You know, so there's that aspect of it that you have to deal with. But yeah. I think at the end of the day, like, I, I like where you're going with that because it's like, then then your gauge is like, am I doing it? Did I did I interview someone this week? Sure. Did I set up my next interview? Yeah. Right? Like those, those kind of simple, quote unquote, yep. things that... Super measurable. For me... Super measurable. Measurable. But also yeah. so easy to like, I'll, I'll, I'll email them tomorrow. It's true. I'll talk to him tomorrow. It's true. Eh, maybe next time, you know, it's it's Valentine's Day, it's Martin Luther King Day. Like sure. I'll just take a little time off. And giving myself grace. I had to exactly. take a break for the New Year's because exactly. I was saying like I am I have three weeks in a row asked people the day before I had to <laughs> get this done. Yes. I need a break yes. and I need to reset my expectations for myself and then say, Hey, you can do this. Let's get back yeah. into it. But I, I love that idea. I like I like that that goal. Like I wanna engage people. Right. Um, I think that that's it's it's tangible in a way that's that's not defined, which mm. is kind of fun. Yeah. You know, it feels fun. Mm. I'm having fun right now. <laughs> cool. Well, we did it. Did you feel like you had any other stuff you wanted to talk about? Oh, man. Put out into the ether. No, I you extracted everything from me. Um, no, it was fun. I mean, I love it. I, I've had fun listening to it. Um, I listened to Naya's, listen to uh, Megan's. They're good kids. Yeah. Other people have, should listen. Have, have Anybody that got to an hour into this conversation, they're going to listen to that <laughs> Has it been an hour? Dang. We did an hour. Wow, we t- I talk a lot. I like it. It's good. <laughs> I like hanging out with you, yeah, man. I like it. We should hang out more. Cool. Goals. Let's do it. Let's do it. Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. That was the first handshake. No one's ever a handshake. Really? It's always been a high five. <laughs> I went for the high five. I guess I'm and old. You, I was like, I've got to do I'm it. I'm the first one that you've been interviewed over 30, probably. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I'm not going to name those people because I'm not sure, going to sure. assume nope. that they want that that's, age that's name. That's totally cool. But no. Yes. Cool, well, Cheers. I'm going for the high five. High five. Thanks. We're out.